Hello, Terri-Anne. Hello, everyone. Hello, Eloise and everyone in our lovely podcast land. Yeah. We're going to look at the last week of the year. Yeah, already. Yesterday, the 29th, was the full moon called the cold moon. So we're going to look at what's going on for as we go into this waning moon cycle and then going into the new year. Let's see what's going on and then we'll we'll get to see next week what's going on in the new year. So I'm shuffling now. We can do that. Yeah. And I'm looking at oh the ten of batons. Ooh. All right. So, so this is in the fire element, the creative element. So what, well, for the end of the year and also, you know, dipping into this waning moon, um, it'll allow us to release the stressors that have been going on mm. over the, the last while and also the entire year. So it'd be a really, really good time to think about um Ways to uh, relax enough to detox. Of course, during the winter and summer, they're not the best um, fasting seasons or, yeah. you know, cleansing of the body. You want the body to do that naturally. So for those of you who are in the winter season, you you don't really want to uh, stress the body by detoxing. Um, but... Uh, you can get extra rest and maybe have some fun too. Maybe the, the holiday season and some of the days off that we have for those those who've been working a lot. Uh, this will help you out. And for those of you who've been home and stressed a lot um, during lockdown, etc., really sit back and think uh, or consider better is a, a better word what things to need to be released and moved to the side because we got a couple of weeks of the waning moon uh, to to permit you to um, release the old stressors because when the when the stressors are repeating so imagine fire coming up from the the root chakras and the second chakra and comes out and burns the system that can be twofold one is it's it can be too much and the other one is it it burns out all the garbage really nicely. But if we have too many um, thoughts about what's going wrong or what's really what's really bad, and as Nizagadatta says, nothing ever goes wrong. Mm. Um, it's usually only the mind that thinks that that things uh, go wrong. But it's a it's an interesting thing to consider, especially since I'm talking to the planet, right? So talking to a whole planet. There are things that that link to survival. Um, so we don't necessarily say something's gone wrong and I need to survive. We really get into an amygdala complex uh, response to life-threatening circumstances. So what this is getting me to think here is for those people who are struggling financially, um, if you're thinking about things that, that have gone wrong or things you've done wrong, it's really not a good time to do that. This is a time to, you know, allow the body to the body mind to really 
burn out all the old stuff and see things with a new light. So we have two things going on, the waxing moon and the new year coming in. And you can also calculate um, your personal year and your birth path to see what year you're going into. So being that this is a 10 of batons, it is a one zero. And I look at that as an alpha omega. So everything is going on. The whole cycle is going on. It's a beautiful, actually, number to come up. And mm -hmm. yes, when we look at the card, we see it's called usually oppression. Um, but of course, every card contains within it the light and dark. So oppression can be coming to its end or we're using uh, oppression to continue oppressing ourselves. So at any moment, the card can turn upside down where you feel more and more oppressed. But if you move along with the energy of the, the waning moon, this 10 of, of batons and the new year, and just really, um, God, this is a little bit difficult to explain to everyone, but we all have biorhythms and our biorhythms are tuning into seasonal biorhythms. They're tuning into planetary biorhythms like all the planets. And then you've got all yeah. the different rhythms within your, your body that could be working at cross purposes. So when we can sit back and go, wait a minute, there's a whole body going on. Um, there's a whole body that is, is working to make you healthy, to, um, to ensure your survival. That's, that's our basic animal, um, our basic animal instinct. We don't always yeah. think, think we're animals because we have a lot of thoughts in our head, but we don't realize the organism is going to want to survive. So um, it's always doing that. And we tend to interfere because our uh, the brain and the head which is usually what people call the mind. And it's not really the mind. The mind is everywhere. Yeah. Just like the tarot cards, when we look at swords, that's the mind. It influences everything just as the other elements do. Like if I don't, if my physical body, which would be coins, does not feel good, well, it'll impact, you know, how my brain functions. It'll impact my emotions. It'll impact um, my creativity. I might not be as creative when my body goes weak. So all, all of those elements that we look at in the tarot and then really extrapolate from there with our knowledge about the body, which most of us are not um, knowledgeable. You know, I know a lot of people who, you know, work with the body. And then when it comes to their personal time with their own body mind, they forget that all this stuff is going on yeah. and the mind takes over. So we can use this period of time to allow fire. I know this sounds a bit abstract, but if you tune into, wait a minute, there's a cycle, even just for a moment. I love to sit when I get really tired the last couple of weeks. And I've been very, very active, uh, doing a lot of work. And I just kept going sort of on adrenal overload. And then all of a sudden, my body kind of collapsed. Mm. And, you know, the, the first thought that, that came yesterday was, what's wrong with me? And then as soon as I heard that thought, I said, well, let's burn that out of the way. 
that there it's clear that your body is communicating something to you. So one of the days I, I woke up and I said, well, I got to keep going because I worked right through weekend after weekend after weekend for months now. And, mm. and I just said, oh, let me, let me just move my body a bit. I really have just been sitting in front of this computer day in and day out. Let me move my body. And I injured myself. The yeah. next day I got out and whoo, did it really hurt? So, you know, I, I still continued working, but I went really slow. And I would say I had a high expectation that, oh, this is great. I went slow today. I didn't, you know, push myself. That was on Monday. And then Tuesday, I woke up and I thought, oh, today's going to be a good day. And I was walking <laughs> around and my brain didn't function. And it was, <laughs> everything yeah. was blurry and foggy. So, so I said, oh, honey, you still have not um, gotten through all these months of working so much. You still haven't, yeah. you know, you still haven't recovered. So your body is telling you nothing's, it, nothing's wrong. It's communicating to me. No, you can't, yeah. you can't overwork. So again, I went really slow. I canceled some appointments. Um, I did only the ones that uh, felt really strong and I do a free it's these free online sessions uh, every every week and I did that one which is really very selfish of me because I do it for myself and uh, <laughs> and then I went off and and did some other work uh, with a group but the group supported me so it was mm. really great I got to you know do that then I got uh, I received some uh, treatment from a couple of people and it felt a lot better. But even today when I, I woke up in the morning, I said, you know what, just let your body um, remain. And here we've got the oppression card coming up today, which mm. is just perfect, right? And it's also interesting, today's the 30th and the card is a 10, right? So we've got a three zero and a, and a one zero. So the one yeah. zero telling us something's coming to an end. Three is saying the 30th is telling us, well, there's, there's still a lot of um, possibility of trying to build. This is today, not for the whole week when you see a three somewhere. Yeah. It's like a lot of energy to build. But the 10 is also saying, hey, 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 hold, hold on. You know, watch how you're building things up. Watch how you're going to use your energy. You're in the waning moon. Maybe it's time to shift gears and just go a little bit slower. So what I was alluding to before was when, you know, I notice something going on, uh, this happened, I described my last few days to all of you in this morning. And one of the things I said, you know, as soon as I said something was wrong, I said, ah, it is winter. It's almost like I have to talk to myself as though I'm a tiny <laughs> yeah. child and say, this is winter. And I go, yeah, yeah, despite winter, everybody else is doing things. No, it is winter. You, you are not yeah. uh, going to be dragged by the nose by what everybody seems to be doing. That's my mind dragging me. Instead, I just, uh, this is my imagery. You can pick your own. But I imagine a bear, a bear who has eaten his fill and gone into hibernation. And I think, oh, yeah. That's what needs to happen. I did, I did eat irregularly. I was super busy and I ate irregularly and ate things that I don't usually eat, you know, more, 
more carbs and pasta just to to anchor me. Yeah. And I said, no, that's great. All right. You bulked up a little bit. You got some padding. Now I can uh, I can relax, use that padding to support all of the repair and healing my body needs to go through and allow all of the fire to burn out whatever I've done. So, you know, some of the things you might see are the excess stressors, not getting enough rest, clearing out the, the oxidative stress. I, uh, I also went, no, you're going to take extra vitamin C. I think I'm on 3000 milligrams a day of vitamin C, especially <clears throat> during this, this, uh, flu season, right? This is a more, mm. uh, I'm noticing there, there is a resurgence of the vids uh, with people. So it's a really good time to think about how you're going to take care of yourself. Now that, that is really an energy for the Northern hemisphere for the, the Southern yeah. hemisphere. It's going to be a little bit different because it is sunny. Um, it is warmer. It is hotter. Um, the, obviously the flu season can reduce because there's, there's sun that can be happening. But if you're not relaxing and tuning into the, those lazy, hazy days of, of summer coming in and you're overactive when, um, of course it's still, it's still spring for the Southern hemisphere. So there would, would have been a lot of activity, but we, we don't always turn in, tune into our own, um, our own biorhythms just because everybody else is running around doing a lot it doesn't mean that we need to but we do get influenced by those things we have to remember that we're very very influenced um you know you could say we're very gullible we're very dependent on looking at the joneses you know well so and so can do this i should be able to but we never look at the entire human being Mm. you know there uh, so if you look at one of the things coming up right now is when I look at this card, I'm usually talking generally about everybody, Northern, Southern Hemisphere, I try to divide that up. But what about men and women? You know, it can be very different for men and women. Now, I don't like to use man and woman for, um, for explaining the cards. I use feminine and masculine. And why I do that is because you cannot say that every single woman and every single man are the same. In any given moment, I can be more in my masculine than my feminine. And there are some women who are way more mm-hmm. masculine than feminine. You know, and there's there's some men who are way more feminine than masculine. And it, it shifts and changes within oneself. So we're always varying. But sometimes you can, you, I can do a reading and I notice, oh, this person is is generally more in touch with the feminine, somebody who's intuitive, you know, someone who's um, uh, could be more in touch with their emotions. But there's still a male body or a female body to de- to contend with. Um, but mm. but it's still varying the masculine and feminine qualities, right? So everything's in the universe is divided in masculine and feminine. Um, but male, female, you can't say the same thing. The, the, the sex of the individual. Because uh, Margaret Thatcher, you know, really strong masculine oh, yeah. figure. I, I don't think she necessarily <laughs> yeah. changed. Even though, you know, I was watching this this show. Um, uh, what's it called? It's um, The Crown. 
And it was just showing Margaret Thatcher yeah. and all the, the work she was doing, but she also cooked at home. And she was, you know, said, okay, there's her feminine, but but she had a very strong masculine. Okay, she was cooking, but so can a man. Like my partner, he cooks. He likes to cook. Um, he's he's intuitive. He's sensitive. But you know, when we're together as a as a partnership, um, he will turn to me for really strong intuition about things. So he doesn't have mm. necessarily that sense, though I do use him sometimes to to ask questions. I ask him yes, no questions in my head, right? So yeah. I say yes or no. And, you know, generally, um, so far, I, I can't really tell. He's sort of a hit and a miss. Whereas when he asks me, it's, uh, you know, it's a lot stronger. There's a lot more more hits. I don't know how many misses we've had, but um, I should count them from now on. Let's see, just for the fun of it. Um, but um, it, so now I just want to describe that, you know, for a man, this this oppression card um, and the, the male masculine way, let's say, of dealing with letting go can be very different from the feminine way. But you'll see in a moment why I can't say it's men and women. Because so, some, so let's say action is is our masculine attribute. So when I'm in my mm. masculine, when I'm in action, that's my masculine. When I'm in feminine, I'm more in the uh, passive dynamic energy. It's not passive as submissive. It's passive as you know the bear hibernating. That is feminine. Um, mm -hmm. uh, or contraction is feminine, expansion is our masculine. So the, when we think of the upper chakras, those are masculine, lower chakras are feminine. Um, sensuality is feminine, sexuality is masculine. So those are things you can study for yourself and just notice when you're in your masculine and feminine energy. Very often we cross those over and we, we, we tend to um, call the, the feminine um, masculine and the masculine feminine when it's not. Yeah. So that's something to explore and have fun with to see how your, you know, the two sides of your body operate, the two sides of your brain. I mean, there's so much yin within yang and yang within yin. It gets very confusing. So, for example, <laughs> if I look at 10 of batons and my masculine looks at that, it may want to go skiing. It may want to go for a jog and that will work very well for the body mind. When my feminine goes into yeah. this card, it's like, no, I just got to sleep. I got to hibernate. hibernate. I got to yeah. eat really good food, um, really healthy, strong, good food. Um, not, not like fasting or salads or it's got to be well-balanced meals, you know, with, with carbs and, and lots of minerals and vitamins. And, and of course, for us yeah. here in the Northern hemisphere, um, some people tune into, um, you know, what kind of fruits they can eat. You know, if I think about having a fruit right now and you bring a mango or a kiwi or a pineapple to me, my body just repulses. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. grow here. But we we have apples in Canada, lots of apples, especially in Quebec. And you can store apples, you know, in a cellar. This is the way they used to do it. And they would remain 
a good time in the winter months. So apples, yeah, sure, I feel really good on. So there's also the climate. So in the southern climate, you might feel like you want to eat, you know, a lot of salads and and berries and nuts and um, and uh, fruits. You know, so it's going to be quite different in the in the summer than it is in the winter. Uh, but the the feminine will want to release by relaxing. And the masculine side of us will want to release by doing. So if I look at now, now here's where the confusion comes in. Uh, my partner right now is really tired. He feels a cold coming on. And um, he said, well, I'm just going to relax today. That means I'll go in front of the computer and just watch a few things. And then I'm going to go for a drive. You know, mm. whereas my feminine, it's like, no, I'm going to do my work. And all I want to do is hibernate under the covers. I don't want to go for a drive. Yeah. I don't want to go out <laughs> in the cold. So he's doing things that are different for him. But they're still different from what my feminine would do. Mm. So it's really fascinating to study that. So I'm just bringing that element into the 10 of batons. It is not going to be the same for everyone. And uh, you could say men will lean more to an active way of releasing things, but it's always good to tune into one's own feminine. So if I'm a man and I, I'm, I, my habit is to be active, I might want to tune in to see, is it activity I need or more rest? Or maybe I just yeah. need to go outside and, and breathe. That can be really important. Or maybe I just need to do some indoor activity. It's, it's up to the individual to figure out um, what is going to best work for releasing, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, and for women, uh, you would tune into yourself. If you're, you feel like releasing would be to go and punch a punching bag, great. If you think it's a jog in the <laughs> yeah. snow, great. Um, of course, in the Southern Hemisphere, one of the, one of the things that I would do, and I'd say this is my strong feminine, is go melt in the sun, right? Like just go lay there by the beach oh, yeah. and just sweat <laughs> and sweat and sweat and enjoy yeah. the vitamin D coming in from the sun. I mean, that would be my definite feminine thing to do. You yeah, know, and, and some men like to do that. I've seen lots of men who really, you know, they are so uh, clearly feminine on the beach. The body is feminine. So they, you know, lather themselves up and they take the sun and they've got a very nice bathing suit. And, you know, they're, they're, they're very feminine that way, right? <laughs> um, uh, but it's, it's not as often, you know, I find more men go, okay, I can't sit here any longer. I gotta do yeah, something. like tolerate it yeah. for a bit. So, yeah. so like my my partner yeah. does the same, and a lot of my male friends like, okay, I can take the beach for a bit, but not much. And I can even feel mm. the the agitation that comes from them. You know, they get agitated. You're just sitting there. You're not doing anything. That doesn't mean they have to relax. It just means there's a higher masculine, and they need to do something else. Maybe they need to go play golf. Maybe they need to do some jogging, play some racquetball. Um, you know, yeah. go go sightseeing, uh, uh, go do some something entertaining. So that's um, 
And that's going to be a huge difference between our masculine and feminine. But I will repeat, there can be men who would prefer to do things that are more um, passive and dynamic. Like lying in the sun is very, appears to be very passive. If somebody's got a very strong masculine, it's like, how can you sit in the sun and do nothing? Well, I don't think so. I'm laying in the sun. I'm detoxifying. I'm receiving vitamin C. My body is resting. The heat is doing enormous things for my body. Oh, mm-hmm. the heat goes in. And, um, and that doesn't mean everyone is going to have that experience. But for me personally, it is a huge recovery. If I'm on the beach for, I haven't done this in years, but to be on the beach for a month, um, I come back mm. super energized, you know, and you just get up, wow. go in the water, come back. And you can kind of feel by the third week of, of, of vacation that your body's getting ready to start to do something. Like you start to feel like, oh, let's go do this. Let's go do that. And I'm kind of ready to go home in the fourth week. I don't know if I'd say that today, but you can always feel that energy of it's time to go back to work or time to do something because the body is rejuvenated. And I think in modern yeah. day, I, I, you know, most of us don't get that time uh, in the year to rejuvenate. I, I used to be very lucky because our, I was worked in a factory for a decade and the factory closed one month per year. So you were gone. Yeah. Like you could go on vacation somewhere uh, for that month. It was beautiful. Um, but of course, that's not daily life necessarily, right? We do, you know, we're not, in our work, we don't have that liberty of, of yeah. closing up for a month we could but it's not the same as everybody else's closing right yeah we used to have factory fortnight in the uk <laughs> right or construction holiday too right do you guys yeah. have construction holiday um i don't think so we used to have a fortnight my dad had a factory and every summer we'd shut for two weeks it was factory fortnight right. um but everybody shot for those everybody. two weeks. It was so. just beautiful, right? Yeah. And we did the same. For us, it was uh, it was a month, you know, because most people, um, mm. it was interesting. Most people yes. were Greek, so everybody wanted to go visit their families. Mm. And, yeah. you know. Like France shuts down for yeah, a month France every does. summer. Italy does. You know, so <laughs> many places mm. uh, closed down. So I yeah. hope that helps everyone understand that our masculine and feminine would deal with things differently. So it's a good idea to have a a kind of varied view. But again, it goes back to the beginning of this. We have to understand our own biorhythms. We have to understand our own um, masculine and feminine and and how they operate. They're very different. Yin and yang are very, very different. Um, And of course, when you start to to make it more complex, there is some... yang within yin and yin within yang as well so it's so interesting to see um how how it can well it gets very i can't give you an example right now but when i think of um my intellect and that's my masculine and but the feminine also has a particular way of the the intellect operating so we need both sides of the brain to be working together, hand in hand. They support yeah. each other. These are not exclusive. They're mutually, uh, I, I, I don't want to say mutually inclusive. They're mutually supportive. Each, each of these dynamics, just like we don't confuse our bloodstream 
with our lymphatic system. They're separate systems, just like the left and right side of the body is. And we can also notice, I, I notice mm. very often that, you know, one side of my body is, is different from the other. We're not completely symmetrical. They're always compensating to support each other. You know, we could have, you know, one side of the body that hurts more, the other side that doesn't, all that kind of stuff. So it's a, it's a good exploration. Yeah. Right. Mm. So there we go. That's a big yeah. ending for the year. So tune into yourself, tune into your biorhythms. Uh, note that we're yeah. in the waning moon. We're coming to the end of the year and that it is also winter in the Northern hemisphere, which means hibernation and uh, going into summer or it is summer now in the Southern hemisphere and you're, you're to relax somewhat, right? The, the energy of the spring needs to calm down. And the same for the Northern Hemisphere, fall is, is harvest season, so it gets really, really busy. But then we've got to go into our hibernation. Summer isn't quite hibernation, but it's really a rejuvenating period where the body needs to rest. And we need to tie that all in, not work against it. Notice that those things are, are happening for the health of your body mind. Yeah, mm. I think seasons are really important to talk about. We really work at cross yeah. purposes to seasons, to planets, to shifts. Um, we really do that. To the day, rhythm of the day with our lights. You know, we're breaking every normal cycle we do. down. We do, and we have to really appreciate, okay, I'm breaking the cycle down, but how do I, um, what is the most practical way to work with it? as well so that we're optimizing mm. the benefits of both i mean there, there yeah. is nature and we should be asleep for the rest of the winter you know just get up eat a little bit go back to sleep till the summer comes back in and then we're able to get food again <laughs> sounds sounds it, perfect it does uh, <laughs> but we don't have to do that because food is available so so we don't have yeah. to do that uh, but we can recall that there are still systems in our bodies that work with, with these seasons and it's a good idea to take care of them. And for those of you who don't sleep at night, you know, of difficulty, insomnia, et cetera, it's really important that you tune into those rhythms because you could have, you could yeah. have completely disrupted your rhythms during your life and to get them back, well, this is a good time to start getting into the habit of, of tuning into your cycles. Well, thank you as always, Eloise and everybody in podcast land and wishing you <laughs> a happy, happy new year. Yeah, wishing everyone a wonderful 2021. 2021's coming in. I'm so curious to see what the first card of the year is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, excited to see yeah. that. <laughs> I've, I've already got my okay. little expectation, like hopeful, like, please, please let oh. me. And then I go, oh, no, that's a bad, I'm being a bad tarot reader. You never do that because nothing is negative and nothing is, is positive. It's just in thinking it. So, But I'm being a little bit of a, a bad tarot reader. I want a nice card to start. No, we'll let you off as it's the end of the year. <laughs> let me off from that. You know, right. Yes. All right, my love. See you next week in the new year. I'll talk to you. Yay. Love you. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Love okay. you too.